everyone, I'm Ari Meglin, here with Rachel Poley, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We are on episode 21, and this week's question is, why do you need to market your book before it's published? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening, so you never miss a show. If you enjoy our episode, please give it a like. So, marketing. Marketing is often that icky part of the writing career that people shy away from. I know I do. But not today, because today we are going to be explaining just why you need to be marketing the crap out of your book. Now, not only should writers be marketing before the book is published, but they really should start that marketing before the book is even finished. And I know people hate whenever I say that. Yeah, I'm one of those people who shies away from marketing as well. But this is one of those things no one talks about when it comes to writing a novel. It seems as though you write it, edit it, publish it, and bam, it's all good. But something you need to think about and actively do throughout the writing process is simply talk about your book. And there are a few reasons why. Yes. I think the main one is that it helps define your audience. Every book has an audience and you need to know who that is. And no, everybody is not your audience. I see that from new writers all the time that their book will appeal to everybody. No, it won't. If you aren't 100% sure who your audience is, early marketing can actually help you by giving you glimpses of your possible audience. And then you can take that data and define your ideal reader. And that's one of those wonderful terms that we all know and hate. And that's where you drill down into what your perfect reader is like, what their likes are, who they are, their age range. That gives you a nice base for figuring out and targeting your specific audience because there's no point in targeting everybody. Right, because when we talk about audience, we're talking about young adult, adult, new adult, middle grade, children's, but those are just umbrella terms for whoever categorizes in those audience. Yeah, it talks about age and stuff, but for me, like, I'm in my 20s, but I love reading middle grade fiction. But aside from age, it is about likes and genre as well. I mean, if you're writing mystery, you're not going to typically target your book to people who love historical fiction or something. So by showing off your book throughout the writing and editing stages, your readers will come to you. As Ari said, if you're not 100% sure who your target audience is, the people who find your book interesting will come to you. They'll like the snippets of your chapters, they'll comment on your character sketches, they'll be eager to know when they can join in on your protagonist's journey. They'll give you a follow on social media, keep tabs on your book updates, thus generating interest. Yes, and generating interest is really important. Millions, and I do mean millions of books are published each year around the world, and that is a shitload of competition. So in that case, how are you expected to get found without anyone knowing that you're even there? If you wait for the book to be published, it is too late, I guarantee it. You lose all that brilliant build-up time. You want people to get excited to read your work so that when it's published, they are already there, money in hand, eager to buy what you've just published. It feels like writers are few and far between, unless you're on Twitter. So trying to get your book found in the vast Amazon sea is totally obnoxious. Sure, you can add keywords and there are categories when publishing your book with Amazon, or anywhere for that matter, but no one is going to think to search for your specific book or even your name. It's too easy to scroll past so many books without giving the majority of them so much a glance. This is why you want people to get excited for your book before it comes out. Sometimes you'll see a cover on Twitter, and when you happen to be scrolling through Amazon in your favorite genre, you might find that same cover, and it'll make you stop for a moment because it looks so familiar. 
I have to admit, when I'm on Amazon, I'm usually looking for a specific book. Oftentimes it is a traditional published author who I've really enjoyed and I'm seeing what their newest book is. And then you get that whole section at the below that, you know, other write, other readers like these books. And nine times out of 10, they're not going to be self-published authors or even new authors unless they've suddenly made a big wave in the industry. So yeah, it's quite hard to get found on Amazon if you aren't doing anything to market that book. And as, as we've said, the last thing you want to do is wait till the last minute, already be on Amazon, hoping amongst hope that someone's going to find you. Well, you bring up a good point about when you're on Amazon, you're always looking for a specific book or you're looking for a specific author. I don't know how many people do this. I have to admit, I don't do it often. But I don't know people who go onto Amazon and they click on their favorite genre or something and they just scroll for a new book to read. Because let's be honest, most of us, our TBR piles are, are TBR. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's, yeah. that's the letters. All right. <laughs> Our to-be-read pile is way over our heads enough as it is, so I don't really know anybody who specifically just scrolls through Amazon putting books in their cart unless they're inside a physical bookstore. So it's a good point that if people don't know about your book, they're not going to type in your book title, they're not going to type in your author name and search for your specific book. That's it. And as you said, you don't go trolling through the categories. I don't go trolling through the categories. I don't even go on the daily deals or anything because I am already spending a lot of money on books and I need to kind of curb that at times. So yeah. And, and, and as I said, that section below is rarely for new indie authors or even new traditional authors, unless they're with one of the big publishing houses. So it is going to be harder to to get found in that way. And you mentioned Twitter. Social media can play a huge role in building that important following because that's the next point we're going to talk about. How you need to build a following and find those super fans. Now, what is a super fan? Some crazy person who follows you around the supermarket. No. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody wants to be followed around the supermarket or anywhere. No, the super fan is someone who is so excited for your work. They get caught with the interest, they love the idea of your characters, and they want to know more. They're the ones who follow your blog, they're the ones who join your newsletter, they're the ones who, when you put snippets or pictures or any updates about your book, they're the first ones reading, they're the ones who are excited about what you're putting up and cannot wait until it comes out. That is what you want. Of course, you want other fans, you want other followers, you want people to be interested. But if you can get a core set of super fans, like your tribe who absolutely love what you write, that is brilliant. And you can't get that until you build a following, until people know who the hell you are and what the hell you write. Yeah, once you get a certain amount of super fans, you can create your own street team, which is basically a core group of people who will support you and help you market your book and they will buy your book and they will do book reviews and they will do anything and everything in their power to help you and your book grow. And these, these can be anybody, as I already said, you can find them on Twitter who just really like your idea and are so excited for your book to come out. They can also be beta readers. It can be a number of people. And it's a, it's a really good idea to have that core group because one, you know, you're not alone. So that's a plus. And two, the more people you have talking about your book, the more traffic it's going to generate. And then that way, more people on Twitter or Instagram or who follow your website 
they'll find your book and say, hey, this sounds awesome. When does it come out? That's a good point. And something I like to do on social media is hashtag my novel name or series so that whenever I'm talking about it, whether I'm answering a question about a character, whether I'm sharing something about the book, I like to use the hashtag. That way it, I can check if it's building. It can, if people are interested, they can then use it as well. And it can really help to kind of stretch out that following a bit more. And you said something about reviews. That's another thing. We're talking about marketing before you publish the book. Now, you'll probably have heard of ARC reviews. ARC is advanced reader copy. So that is when the book is finished but not published. And then the author will send out um, ARC copies to people, to reviewers, to, their, to some of their fans. They'll get those early before the book is released. And then that means once they've read the book and when the release date happens, they're in a perfect place to upload a review. And those early reviews are important. How are you going to do that if nobody knows what you're writing? If nobody is interested in your book? If nobody knows who you are? You need to get things like that in place. And that is why marketing is so important. Don't just wait for the book to come out. Don't assume the book will, you know, do all the marketing itself. You know, once I've written it, it's out there and people will find it. No, no, they won't. You need to do something to get people to find it. And you need to start early because after a book comes out, it gets even crazier with marketing. It doesn't ease off. It gets crazier. So start early and ease it out. If you start early you're basically making it easier for you in the long run, even though sort of builds up after you publish your novel, which sounds like a really weird way of saying it. Like, you know, if you start early, it'll make it easier, but at the same time, more is just going to pile on. I think it's easier because, as we've talked about, writers, authors, we all hate marketing. I don't know any writer that enjoys marketing. They might be okay with it. They might be really good at it, but I don't know anyone that actually likes marketing. And if you're a new writer, you get that kind of dread in your stomach. I see a lot of writers who say things like, oh, I don't want to be salesy. And I feel slimy talking about my book and selling my book and pushing my book. And that's how writers come into it. They come into marketing thinking, oh, it's slimy. I don't want to do that. But if you start early, you can figure out the best marketing tactics for you. You can try things that fail and then try things that succeed. You can, can be gathering data and figuring out what works the best so that maybe the next time when you, when you produce your next book, you'll have a better idea of what to do and how early to start. So think of it like a training exercise. It gets you better used to marketing. It gets you feeling more comfortable marketing. You'll figure out whether you're doing it wrong pretty quickly because people will tell you if you're bothering them <laughs> with trying to sell your book so yeah no I think you're right it is it is easier yeah that's true it, it is like practice yeah it is it is practice and I think people assume that marketing is you do it and it's perfect and straight away and it's like it isn't it's like anything it's like when you write your first draft is crap your second draft could also be crap because you're learning and the same with marketing, you need to do it to learn. And the last thing you want to do is wait till your launch day and then do all the marketing and find out you didn't figure out who your target audience was. You didn't pick the right platform. You didn't pick the right advertisements or, you know, or the right keywords. And then suddenly your big launch falls flat. So it, this is why we say do it early, do it before the book is even finished to give you that nice, long, slow burn that people love. They like to build up this interest in characters and stories. That's what you want to aim for. And that's the thing too, is that if you start marketing early, it's free. There's so <laughs> many people that once you come out with your, once you publish your book, 
you can pay for ads to get it on bookbub or amazon ads or facebook ads or anything like that but if you just start talking about it and just posting it on your website posting it on social media that's all free so it's like free advertisement you're getting the practice in and it helps you in the long run when you finally publish your book because it generates interest and you do have a decent following when your book finally sees the light of day. Yeah, and I think people enjoy the journey you've made as a writer as well. They get caught up in how you're doing. If you're sharing pieces of your story, if you're sharing something and then, you know, it gets edited later and you show how you've grown with your with your work, if you talk about your actual writing journey and the the hurdles that you've had to come across, people like to hear about that sort of thing. People end up like cheering for you, most people. Not everyone, but most people. So you end up with a lovely support system and you feel encouraged to carry on. So it's not all bad. It's not all slimy and, and, and wrong. It is important. It doesn't have to be as bad as we all make it out to be. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> on that note, I think we'll bring this episode to a close. Just to recap, start your marketing early to give it the best chance. Use it to help define your audience, build interest in your story and develop a following of super fans. And yes, this all can take a bit of time. Do not expect miracles and do not expect things to happen overnight. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Do let us know some of the things you do to market your book before it's published in the comments or on Twitter using the hashtag The Merry Writer Podcast. If you want to get some extra content, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Merry Writer Podcast. You can support our show and get yourself some great rewards tune in next week for another episode of the merry writer podcast where we ask all the right questions thanks for listening bye bye this podcast is brought to you by sticky notes our walls are covered the music titled inspired is by kevin mcleod licensed under creative commons 4.0